hello listener, uh, Lina speaking. Uh, as you know, we recently reached a thousand plays, all thanks to you guys. And now we'd like you to support us more as we deliver quality content to your um to your stream of choice. Hey guys! Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabi. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, NFL, Beach, F1, football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank you. Ciao. Hello, listener. Linus here. As you know, we recently got to a thousand plays thanks to you guys. And we've been covering the Euros for you so diligently. We'd like to ask for your support uh, via various platforms. As you know, you can support us with, with as little as a dollar to help us bring you uh, more adequate, uh, better research and quality content in the future. And with that, I'd like to welcome you to the pod. Hey guys. Uh... Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to the Third World Perspective. Um, you guys are joined by Pablo. Um, I'm hosting this episode. I have, um, I think, a prodigal son. Um, someone who um, actually was, I think, in three was the last time on the pod three episodes ago. I have K on the podcast. I'm joined by Linus as well. Um, you guys can introduce yourselves. <laughs> Hello, Pablo. How have you been? Yeah, man. I've, I've been okay, man. How have you been? I've been well too. You know. Yeah, ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Staying alive. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't forget me. <laughs> uh, Kevin Kalima, uh, <clears throat> the host of the Maverick Podcast, and also the co-host of the Third World Perspective. Uh, Come on. What's up? What's up? What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm fine, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just excited about the Euros, man. Yeah, man. Obviously, obviously, we have covered your graduation on the podcast before, but just let the people know when you when is your graduation again. Yo, yo, on twenty third of July, uh, it will be a chilly afternoon. So, guys, are welcome uh, for a small uh, celebration of a life well lived in campus. So, I urge you guys to come through, and it will be amazing. Yeah, uh, man. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously, you know, I'll be there. Um, I don't, I don't. Yeah, know you if... must be there, man. I don't know if Linus will come. Linus, will you be there? I'll try and make yeah, it. Yeah, if he's I'm, around. I'll, I'll try and make it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, obviously, obviously, I'm in Rongai. Um, where are you guys? Linus, where are you? I'm in Don Home. Yeah, Linus is in Don Home. Kevin? I'm in Thicker Road uh, at Kahawa. Yeah, man. So basically, um. Basically, I think we are closer than than everyone else on the third world perspective because we are in Nairobi. Obviously, I'm in Rongai, Lainas, Donholm, um, Kevin, yeah. Kaha. We are doing this online, so um, bear with us if the network is shambles. But obviously, we talk about the quarterfinals. Um, but the thing that we know of is that um, Spain will play Italy in the semis, and England will play Denmark um, as well. But um, the first game that we're going to speak about is the um the switzerland spain one um obviously this game had to go to basically extra time um for and including penalties um for spain to win this one and um i have i have my predictions here um if you guys thought that um we we'd actually um thrown away our predictions from the previous episode um switzerland um the game obviously ended 1-1 um but um spain won on penalties 3-1 i think switzerland were very terrible penalty takers um, Linus actually had Spain winning this one, but he didn't give a score prediction. I had Spain winning this one, but um, I had Spain winning 3-1. Um, I'll ask Kay this first. 
Um, basically, were you impressed or were you um, unimpressed by Spain in this one, considering that they, they actually couldn't finish the job in 90 minutes? Not that Switzerland are a bad side, but like Spain, um, we expect so much more from them. Yeah, as much as uh, we're saying that, you're saying that, I think if you give credit to uh, Switzerland, because Spain are not facing an easy team, you can see mm-hmm. the team, uh, Switzerland were able to knock out world number two, the champions. Yeah. And uh, Spain, after coming from a, a very good uh, win, 5-3, so I guess when they went to the game, they thought this game, they I think they did concentrate fully on the game. They, that's the reason why they had to be taken to the penalties, but you see Spain's uh, legendary history enabled them to go through the penalties, so... I just hope they don't do the same thing when it gets the the semifinals. Yeah, man. Yeah. Obviously, um, Spain Spain um got ahead in the within the first five minutes. Um, Denis Zakaria with that own goal, but um, Luis Enrique's side has been somewhat. Um, they didn't start the tournament really well, but it seems like they have found they have found their way and like um, obviously um advancing to the to the to the to the semifinals on penalties is not something that the spanish fans would like to see but advancing is actually the most important um point to take away here um Jan Soma Switzerland goalkeeper had a very good game in this one he had massive saves and um in the final four in the final half hour i think he made saves um from shots um sh- he made saves um from shots um from Danny Olmo, Gerard Moreno, Mikel Garzabal. Um, obviously, these players are not known for their finishing, but um, Jan Soma actually came up really well in this game. And the difference for me in the in the France game one is that um, France actually are a very good side, but they, I don't trust um, their goalkeeper Hugo Lloris. Um, Linus might might not agree, but um, I think I think um, Lloris is just terrible. And the difference was that Switzerland had a better goalkeeper in Jan Soma, but. Um, were you impressed, Linus, by by Switzerland in this game because um, they they played to their strengths um, despite going going um, behind in the first five minutes. They played really well and obviously um, fought to to tie the game and um, held on until penalties. Yeah, I mean they played very well. Uh, unfortunately, they couldn't get over the line <clears throat> because you know when a man down and then being able to persevere another thirty extra minutes. I'm unless I was commendable of them. I mean, yeah, Jan Sonma had uh, quite a good game. He's a really short goalkeeper, you know. He's quite short for a goalkeeper, which was <laughs> something I noted. <laughs> yeah, um, which again, maybe maybe it does um, give him some advantage over uh, the taller types or rather the taller stereotypes that you have in a goalkeeper. But yeah, I mean, they would be disappointed not to have, you know, made more that this penalty kick out that they had. Um, something I'd like to say was, uh, Luis Enrique did something, I, I want to say, thoughtful when, as we saw his team running down to penalties, he made a substitution where he brought off Pedri for Rodri. I mean, which I'm guessing he did to, you know, spare the young man uh, a fit similar to, say, Kylian Mbappe. Which I think yeah. I don't know was was uh, was was incredible foresight on his ends. Yeah, what's yeah, what's going on? I do not know. Okay, is your net virus? Okay. Is he? Is uh? Is disconnected? Eh? No, I uh, no. I think we were, we were getting some noise. I think it was from you. From me. Yeah, but now, but now it's okay. Yeah, but like um, obviously um, Lena's just mentioned um, Pedri um getting off for for Rodri, Manchester City's um central defensive midfielder um Rodri actually stepped up for his penalty when um the the scoreline was I think one one on penalties and his penalty was actually saved by Jan Sommer um Jan Sommer actually um like like I said before previously had a very good game but um I think I think um 
it's 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 a very it's a very weird tournament for me especially a, a tournament where the big sides are not performing as good as you expected them to i think i think some of the players in this Spain side have been very impressive um especially especially in in the in the past two games obviously the switzerland one and the and the croatian one i think oyarzabal um finishing his his penalty i didn't expect him to score that penalty but he finished it with with poise and he took it really well and um obviously sent spain through to the semifinals a 3-1 win but um fabian shaw obviously playing for newcastle um is a player that most people like him on fantasy because he can score um didn't score his penalty manuel akanji actually a player that is very um experienced um he has played at, he has played um in, in basically in european football for for a while now um for me he's a center back that i like his defensive capabilities i don't i don't, I don't like his decision making capabilities but um basically um Okay, you mentioned Switzerland and how how much they should be commended in this one. Um, do you think do you think um, some of the flag should be should, they should actually receive from the experienced players like Fabian Shaw and Manuel Akanji uh, missing their penalties and Ruben Vargas as well? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's a very long question. Eh? I need to break it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you guys been watching the Euros. Uh, I think you watch the. France by the Switzerland game. What really impressed me about their teamwork and all the players you're mentioning, uh, the willpower and the the mental strength to go through. Imagine you're 3-1 with the world champions and you're still able to conquer them and still able to beat them in their own game. That was just massive for Switzerland. That was mm. mad respect, man. So, about the Akanji penalty, uh, I don't have a comment on that, but... So far, I'm just impressed with, this, with my team so far. And uh, though they were knocked out, but remember, Italy is still on my head since they won. You remember I told you about Italy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still following up with Italy. And let's how they're going to mishandle Spain uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah obviously... Um, I think I, th- I think it's it all of us are, are just getting to know that Kevin support, supported Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, man, we didn't we didn't we didn't we didn't have Switzerland actually um basically going anywhere but like um they did well to get to their quarter, to the quarterfinals. I think they should be they should be happy. Um yeah. they sh- yeah they should actually be proud. Um we are joined by Marsh in um on the pod. Marsh say hi. Hey guys. Yeah, man. Obviously, we have we have missed much on the podcast for a while, but we were, we were just we were just wrapping up um, Switzerland versus Spain. Obviously, Spain winning that game um, on penalties after a one-one draw. Um, do you do you have any reaction? Have you have you been impressed by Spain this tournament, or are you have you been basically disappointed in them in this tournament? Um, okay, uh, for me, Spain has has really. Uh, I've been impre- I've been really impressed by Spain. I did not think I remember when when we made, we made the first pod before the Euro started. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not really think Spain would go this far. So so yeah. they've actually they've actually really impressed me. Another team that has impressed me is Denmark. Actually, mm-hmm. they've they've just they've just, they're, 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 they've they've given it they've given it their all and now they're here. So let's let's cheer them on. <laughs> yeah man i think i think i think most most people would not have expected you to say that um you, you have actually been impressed by spain but it makes a lot of sense um concerning um these guys actually brought a very inexperienced side especially a very inexperienced side at this level um spain 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 have done well obviously to get to the semis um at this point they're playing the, the, in the semis against italy um italy are a very are a very difficult side and um, we'll we'll speak about them next because I'm actually excited about this one. Um, obviously, Linus promised that I would actually eat my own words um, in this in this episode um, because the previous episode that we did, Linus actually had Belgium winning this one. This was the second game on Friday, the second of July. Italy won this one two one. If you guys remember, um, I actually had Italy winning this one, and I was very emphatic that Belgium would not win this game. And it turns out that I was actually right, and um, I actually want my apology, Linus. Um, do you, can I have that in writing, or can I have that actually, basically, right now in voice? 
I'll have it mailed to you at <laughs> some time. <laughs> yeah man, um basically um Italy Italy are a very good side for me Italy are the best team um basically in this in this tournament at the moment. But um I think I think I think they 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 had a very they had a very um good start to the game. I think they they they, they scored um Bonucci actually scoring um i think in, in the in the first 13 minutes um bonucci tested the ball past kotua from a free kick but obviously he was offside the goal was disallowed by var but um in the 31st minute italy broke the deadlock actually a player that has as is a favorite of kevin's a player that has actually been playing really well in the serie a this past season winning the scudetti with inter milan nicolo barella actually scored the first goal in this one before Lorenzo is in senior with his um basically it's it's I think his masterclass at, at this moment um Imagine. a finesse shot um from outside the area uh, in the, in the 44th minute um Kay is an Italian fan Kay how impressed have you how impressed have you been by Italy obviously I, I'm guessing that you're cheering Italy from now on Hey Italia hey, that's my team man <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In, I was so impressed by Insigne the way he's pressing and scoring that magic. First of all, it, the first one he tried hit the the, the post. The second one the yeah. post, and then yeah. he finally doused it inside. Man, that was impressive. And um, we know the Tiki Taka. Uh, mm-hmm. We know uh, Spain swept Italy in the 4-0 in the UEFA Euro final in the, in the UEFA Euro final 2012. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So. We were about to see. I think uh, Luis Enrique's enigmatic, to say the least. Uh, after the group stage draws against Sweden and Poland, and they also beat Slovakia. You see, your friend trying to reach uh, the semifinals, but here they are. But let's see, see what uh, Bonucci and Cellini are going to do at the back. Yeah man obviously obviously K just mentioning one of the greatest um basically center back pairing in world football um these guys actually celebrate a tackle and an interception man this is how big um Bonucci and Kelini actually love love defending um Linus do you think do you think do you think um Italy Italy are a good side right now or are you still not convinced Yeah Italy are a good side I mean I wasn't convinced they weren't a good side they were I mean they did beat Belgium uh well deserved if i could say anything mm, yeah and as i said i mean kelin looked like he was having a you know the game of his life despite the stage that was on he was smiling you know uh, telling the brain that this is his territory every time he uh, like that instance where he blocks his shots and yeah uh, they are the best team currently playing i do worry because spain we do pose a different threat where Spain do like keeping the ball and I've noticed that Italy do like to have much of the ball in order to create something so it will be interesting if if they let Spain control the game and try to hit them on the counter which I haven't seen them do throughout the tournament or if they you know try to impose themselves on the game and try to keep the ball from a possession hungry Spain but yeah, I mean yeah I mean <clears throat> If I had to put my money on anyone in the tournament, it would have to be Italy. Yeah, obviously the Italians are playing um, really beautiful football at the moment. Um, for me, um, the first game that I watched Italy play against Turkey, they won that one three nil. They were very impressive and like um, basically Turkey, like I said before, don't have a very good midfield, but um, Italy actually showed the, the class in midfield in that game, and um, I think they're, they're playing the most exciting um, football in this tournament. But um, someone actually tweeted out saying that um, it took it took actually Roberto Mancini eight years um, to get revenge on Roberto Martinez. Obviously, Roberto Martinez won the FA Cup back in 2013 with Wigan Athletic against Manchester City. Obviously, Mancini was playing was actually managing Manchester City back then. But um, Marsh, man, obviously. Um, I've not had your reaction basically on Italy. Well, um, I guess I guess since since I left Kakamega, man. But do you uh, have you been impressed with Italy and have you, have you been impressed with the work that Roberto Mancini has basically done? I think it is at the moment 11 unbeaten games for Italy. Okay, personally, I will say 
the player that has really impressed me in this campaign is Barella. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, th- I think okay, they, getting to the final, that's that uh, they they will sure get to the final, but we cannot we cannot just say because they, because they're the best team in they've they've really proved that they deserve to be in the finals. We cannot we cannot also underrate Spain. Yeah. So so uh, they're 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 really a good side. Yeah, man. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, obviously. Must um, you know, just had a prediction. Uh, is because uh, I think uh, is it the game is tomorrow, right? I think it will be the my the first game that I'm watching Italy. Italy. I've been just seeing the highlights, so um, my reactions will come after tomorrow's game. So the, the the tomorrow will be my first my first time to watch Italy play actually in the Euros. Yeah, um, yeah. Italy, Italy are actually favored by the bookies to win tomorrow against Spain. Obviously, that game um, played at 10 p.m. Um, East African time, um, 9 p.m. Actually, South African time, Central African time for those of us um, listening from South Africa. But um, obviously, Italy, Italy are a side that actually one of, one of my favorites as well. But um, for me, I, I, I wasn't actually expecting them to play this well. Obviously, um, in, in their group stage, basically, it seemed like an easy group for them. Obviously, they didn't concede um, a single goal in that group stage. Um, I think they scored eight, man, didn't concede a single goal. But um, I didn't expect them to play so well against Belgium because I, I think at some point I was I was sitting in awe because the the way these guys moved the ball I, I didn't see literally anyone take two touches on the ball it was just a fast touch and a pass a fast touch and a pass and the movement of the ball was was good as well they um, they defend as a unit they attack as a unit um, I, for me I think I think Italians are the magicians but. Um, there's something that Linus actually likes to say on these Euro- European podcasts is that um, there's a tournament to winning. Um, to, uh, there's, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a basically a, an art to winning tournament football. Um, so although Italy might be the most exciting and interesting side to watch, um, England could actually pose a threat if these two teams actually get to the final. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if Spain, if, um, Spain pose a threat for Italy. But I'll just speak about um, Czech Republic versus Denmark. Um, Denmark actually started this game really well, um, scoring twice, and the Czech actually had to fight to try to get into the game. Um, I think I think Linus, Linus had a prediction of four two in this one. Linus, what happened? Uh, Denmark still won, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they still won. You know, Patrick Schick became joint top scorer. Uh, you you take what you get sometimes. Yeah, man. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, um, uh, another 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 prediction that you had in this one was that Patrick Schick would actually score twice and uh, and actually become top scorer ahead of Cristiano. But like, um, he did actually really well to score. I didn't think he'd score in this one because my prediction was um the Czech would win this one one nil because I I thought that these guys are very good defensive teams. I'm um, going into the encounter. But it seems like um, Denmark have, are actually moving from strength to strength. Obviously, they hammered Wales in the last 16, um, impressively as well, um, with a 4-0 win um, in Azerbaijan. But um, Thomas Delaney actually had a very good game, scoring in five uh, within the first five minutes um, before Dolberg actually scored. So um, that takes Dolberg Stalley to three goals. Um, Kay mentioned Denmark um, a few minutes ago. Kay, have you been impressed with Denmark so far, considering how how the tournament started? Yeah, let me clap for Denmark. Yo, you guys, man, you can see Denmark having achieved what seemed impossible by getting this far. I mean, so like, uh, uh, why not go all the way and win? You guys think Denmark can win? Because personally, I believe they might have a chance, even though I'm I'm on Italy side, but. Denmark can have a chance at winning this Euros, man. Yeah, I think the yeah. Way, I mean. <laughs> yeah, because uh, if you look at the last matches Denmark has played with England, uh, England has not won any match against Denmark. Like mm-hmm. you see on the UEFA Nations, they drew one, they lost one, and they drew another one. So it's not a say that they should be underlooked. Like they're not that so much of underdogs. 
but uh, it's going to be a shocking part. Yeah. That's what I can add to Denmark for now. Yeah, Linus, yeah, you're saying something. Go on. I say, I think I think if they get past England, then uh, you know they, they they look the most likely side to win. I mean, not because of the better side, but they have this momentum that they're carrying with them. That you know this almost unexplainable force that's carrying them to you know to these victories. So I think I think I think once they if, if they do overcome this English challenge, then they are they are looking a, a more attractive choice to clinch the Euros. Yeah. Um. Obviously, obviously, it has it, it is been almost three decades since Denmark actually won Euro the Euro nineteen ninety two. But um, I think for me, I've been I've been someone that has, that has not been actually watching out for for Denmark at all ever since I actually watched the 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 Finland one the one the, the shocking one in which we almost lost Christian Eriksen. But like. Um, I have actually been all through this tournament, and this is the only this is the only point that I'm actually um, touting for them because I no, no, I, no, no, I didn't. No, no, you, you don't have to do that. Why? <laughs> we you, you can't be scouting for them. You can't be not on their side and then come on their side. No, performing. I'm, I'm I'm not saying that I've not been on their side. I'm saying that I actually didn't think they get this far. So every single step of the way, I've actually predicted. My thoughts were they would not actually go on. So I'm um, like in the previous prediction, I had Czech um, winning one nil because um, I didn't think Denmark had enough firepower. But um, at this moment in time, I actually actually dislike England more than Denmark because um, I don't I don't hate Denmark that much. But uh, yeah, but for me, they've done well, they've done really well to get to the semi-finals. And even if they actually fall short to England, I think it will be a very big achievement for them. Um, some of the players that have impressed um, include um, Kasper Schmeichel and um, a very good defensive trio. I mean, Christensen, Simon Kerr, and Yannick Vestergaard, obviously playing for Southampton. Marsh, have you watched any Denmark games um, in this tournament? No, not really. <laughs> yeah, man, I should just, I should just yeah, let you know that. I watched the one. I watched, yeah, I watched on. the one. Uh, the one uh, we almost lost Christensen only only that match. Yeah, but oh, like, um, I should, yeah, I should, I should, I should also let you know that Christensen has been very impressive. So that that, that should make you happy as a Chelsea fan, um, uh, because okay, he, has, yeah. he has been very consistent in, in this tournament. I think he has played really. Well. I think for me the standout defender for Denmark. It makes me happy as a Chelsea fan, but definitely, uh, as you know, I'm an England fan all through since the Euro started. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for Denmark, but um, I'll be England. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, over. <laughs> yeah, on okay. a for prediction. So, you guys, make sure you get your predictions um in order before um we wrap this pod up. Um, the Czech actually dominated this game, had, having 55% possession. They had 16 shots, um, five on target. The 16 shots was actually more than Denmark's 11 shots, but um, the Czech actually had fewer shots on target because Denmark had seven, the Czech had five. Um, but the, the difference for me has been has been Kasper Schmeichel. I think he has he has, been, he has the, the leadership that Denmark have in the back um, is actually something. Although although he had a, he had a mistake that almost um, let in a goal um, in this in this game. I think at some time in the in the second half, or yeah, I think at some time in the second half or in the or late in the first half. But um, basically, Kas, coach Kasper Hillman said he felt. Um, his squad will have Ericsson in their thoughts as they travel to Wembley and um, continue their run at Euro 2020. Um, Linus, do you think do you think that um, Denmark will actually get a result? Not, I'm not saying I'm not saying they'll win convincingly. Do you think they'll actually get a, re- a result? Like honestly, honestly, do you think they'll get a result? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do, I do fancy them to get a result. Uh, England, as you say, I mean they might be putting up you know results but they haven't been convincing uh so yeah if they take the game to england they could definitely uh get a bit uh, work away with something yeah um 
Yeah, Kay, obviously Sheik um equaled Ronaldo's um goal scoring tally in this Euros tournament with with five. Um basically do you think do you think someone else will end up as top scorer because it's it's too early because there's two games and we know the the form that Hurricane is in now having scored three goals in his past two games. Um and obviously Kasper Dolberg has to be mentioned in the mix because Kasper also has um three goals in his past two games. Do you think um any of these um strikers will actually um get over that tally? Uh I think uh you can see that Hurricane has joined the party. And once he joins the party is going on to scoring goals until he gets the the, the top scorer. But kudos to Holbach. If he if he gets to get the um the golden boot, that'll be a new record. That'll be something to look forward to. But uh I think we'll just leave it to to them so that by end of tomorrow we'll be able to know who's going to be our top scorer. <laughs> Yeah. yeah man also yeah also Raheem Sterling is in that mix as well having scored yeah. three three goals for England um at this point in time England England had a very good game against Ukraine um in 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 Rome basically um I think I think Man United fans will will actually be more proud of this game um than than basically most England fans um because um Luke Shaw actually had a very good game I think Harry Maguire had a very good game as well also I'm um, scoring the second goal in this one after Harry Kane actually put England in, um ahead in the in the first four minutes um the scoreline for me I didn't expect such a scoreline I, I know Linus didn't expect such a scoreline because his prediction was that Ukraine would win on penalties um but basically Marsh, did you expect England to win this well obviously you you I mean, you've just said that you support England and um basically football is coming home for you but did you expect England to to win so convincingly against Ukraine okay with with Sterling did Sterling starting on honestly speaking I did not expect such a margin win uh, I didn't I, I expected England to win like uh, a 1-0 2-0 2-0 victory but it's not yeah. a 4-0 victory Yeah man obviously I'm scoring four goals man Jordan Henderson actually getting his first goal um in an English shirt um Linus are you disappointed that Ukraine actually didn't win the, didn't win this for you I mean I didn't I didn't I didn't really catch this game so I don't know if they were bad or they just had one of those nights where things don't work out for you but I mean I do want uh, you know every game England plays I'm against them So it was disappointing of course but you know there's still two games for them to lose and I'll be waiting for them to do so Yeah man obviously um I th- I watched the game and um I'll, I'll actually gladly tell you that you didn't miss much uh, because, because it, it, it was a good game it wasn't exciting England are a very boring side and like obviously they won 4-0 Um I tweeted this out saying that um this was actually the most boring game the most boring 4-0 game I've ever watched I've watched since um Chelsea beat Cardiff um 4-0 um at Stamford Bridge 3 seasons ago but like um England they, they didn't play really well um they, their football is not exciting um basically the only exciting part that I saw is actually Jadon Sancho dribbling past um two Ukraine players Ukraine weren't terrible and um I think I think the, the the just physicality because England actually scored um I think two massive headers um Harry Maguire Harry Kane um basically I I, I did I didn't think Ukraine actually played really uh, terribly but I, I didn't think they created enough um to win this game um Kate I asked this question to Linus um the last episode Do you think football is coming home in that do you think England will actually win this tournament? Yeah, I think just as Kenard spelled out England semi-final is in our national stadium. The electricity which crackled around the ground during the German match I think will be there for Ken and the the team. Uh 60,000 um attendance in the uh, at home and England's record uh If you look at England England's record at Wembley uh, since Russia 2018 it's been impressive they've won more than 14 games out of 17 matches so it will be a, an electrifying match um watch out for the two 
world class strikers hurricane and sterling pair up um england is a good side i've, I've no no bad blood against england but uh, i hope italy win so but <laughs> let's meet in the finals because england has never been in any uh in any final so yeah i believe it's a time to maybe we meet with you guys and see what happens yeah man um basically i think i think hurricane had a very good game i think at some point he had a, he had a volley um obviously k just mentioned hurricane right there um he had a left footed volley and it was actually going into the back of the net man before um the ukraine goalkeeper actually made a good save um but the funny the funny thing is during the game Jesse Lingard actually tweeted out saying Sterling is better than Ken Mas, <laughs> do you believe, do you believe Jesse Lingard uh, obviously tagging England there <laughs> what Jesse Lingard is a fraud that's an insult <laughs> yeah because yeah because I'm comp- comparatively i think i think sterling sterling has actually been the, the messiah for england um in this tournament okay. obviously you know, scoring, scoring saw, a few you know i saw a tweet somewhere saying uh, the the the, uh, the the games that uh, sterling has started england has won uh, so basic but i don't i don't i'm not i'm not up for england at sterling is <laughs> better than hurricane man hurricane is just world class hurricane is something else Yeah man obviously um his opinion man but Sterling you can't you can't dispute the fact that Sterling is actually on fire at the moment and one might actually have a I think for me I think he has a case man here because Ken Ken has actually played really well this I, I think he has played really well in the first two games obviously because he has scored but um Sterling has actually been the better player in this tournament so far but um a, a funny thing that actually crept up is that um all four teams um that won the quarter finals obviously england denmark italy and spain um were wearing white shirts kevin um do you think do you think uh, do you, are you a superstitious guy are you a superstitious guy basically in general okay oh sorry ah uh, come again please um i was i was saying um yeah. all four winners of the quarterfinals um in basically in 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 the in the tournament uh, actually wore white shirts um like england wore white wore white shirt um denmark wore white shirt italy and spain um so yeah. are you a superstitious guy do, do, do you think do you think that um this is just a, a basically funny coincidence uh, that's just a funny coincidence i think we we have to give it up to these teams who have really worked hard to get where they are so you can't start uh, comparing what they're wearing to how they're playing football so that's just a superstition which only exists in africa something that we should forget <laughs> talking about it doesn't make any sense just the players who are playing their best i'm so impressed with all the players and uh, the best team win Yeah man obviously it's obviously K is just shitting on on Africans man because it wasn't an African that was actually tweeting this I am um, at Kiran Maguire who is actually on Twitter praise of football actually tweeted this saying that all four winners basically this the European fans that are actually this superstitious I think African fans um we are more science related um it, it uh, basically um the the thought the thoughts that actually crept up um in this one is that um all four semi-finalists all including all basically all four teams that go to the semi-finals actually played their three group games in their own country so basically denmark italy spain england actually played all three group games in their own country <coughs> and um obviously playing playing um, at home actually comes with a little bit of a of a basically boost of confidence um Linus do you think that this has actually been a factor man in the run that these teams have had um basically advancing through the tournament yeah I did say for England I mean England only playing the previous game away from home you'd feel that there is a factor uh when they have the backing of their fans <clears throat> and it does it does maybe tend to intimidate the opponents in such a competition which is an advantage 
fair and fair is another question, but it's it's another it's an advantage it's, a, it's an advantage that does manifest itself on the pitch, and you're seeing the results. You know, I mean, them not conceding uh, up, you know, in the, at, at this stage probably you know could be chalked up to the some advantage that it, that they've had for a while now. Yeah, man. Obviously, obviously, England have the home advantage in the semi-finals and the and the final as well. Um, which just means that the only game that this team, if they get to the final, the only game that this team will actually uh, have actually played away from Wembley is the the quarter-final one against um, basically Ukraine uh, in Rome, and um, that's basically the only game that England will not play um, in Wembley. Um, obviously, they didn't play that one, but like if they get to the final, they'll, they'll actually have um, incredible home advantage. And this is, this is actually a reason why I think they should go ahead and, and win the tournament because of the home advantage that they have. But um, obviously, the, the, the Ballon d'Or talk is yeah, actually um, gone. Um, I forgot to mention that uh, England are the only, uh, they're the only semi-finalist who haven't considered a goal since the tournament began. They've held uh, at least, uh, I think, five successive clinches. So, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah, who, yeah. Before before the tournament started, who actually had Jordan Pickford actually winning the Golden Glove? I know no one, no one basically had his money on Jordan Pickford winning the Golden Glove. And um, I think I think after the tournament is done, we'll basically create a Euro 11. Basically, all of us um, will actually create their their own Euro 11, and um, we'll dis- we'll dissect our various teams, man, depending on the positions. Um, the players that have actually played really well. Obviously, K with a massive start there. England have not conceded um, at all, basically, in this tournament. Um, I think I think I think much of the credit due to that is uh, is due to Calvin Phillips. I think he has been their best. I think that's their second best player in this tournament after Raheem Sterling. And um, I think I think most of people will underlook. Uh, will basically overlook him um, when it comes to basically praising English players, but I think Yorkshire Pillow has been has been incredible. But um, the Ballon d'Or talk, obviously, it's 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 in July at the moment, but the Ballon d'Or talk is starting to heat up. Um, people are actually wondering who will actually win the Ballon d'Or. There's talk of, for me personally, I was I was actually joking on Twitter saying that Mason Mount should win the, the Ballon d'Or if actually England win Euros. Obviously, Mason Mount has not played a lot of games for England. Um, obviously, there's still talk out there for Ngolo Kante. There's still talk out there for Kylian Mbappe, although he didn't basically win the Champions League and um, or, or the League One. But there's also talk for Lionel Messi. I think he's leading the bookies in that and Robert Lewandowski. As early as July, um, I want basically to hear you guys' thoughts on basically who do you, who do you think should win the Ballon d'Or um, this year? Mash. Oh, sorry. Um, for me, I will, I will, I will go with the Ngolo Kante or Leo Messi. Yeah, Ngolo Kante or Leo Messi. That was actually. Yeah. A shocker because I did not. Yeah, I'm, I'm joking because I expected you to say Golo Kante or Leo Messi. <laughs> yeah, okay, how, yeah, basically Messi, Messi, Messi is playing in the. I think Messi is playing in the semifinals. Um, in the Copa America, so this, I think the quarterfinals. Yeah, because I think they beat. Um, I forget who they beat, man. Uruguay, uh, Chile. Yeah, I think I think they beat Chile. Um, but I think I think Messi Messi is advancing well in the Copa America. So obviously there's a shout for him. Kevin, how about you? Uh, I'll say Golokante uh, and uh, hold back. <laughs> <laughs> who? Hold back. The guy from uh, Tottenham, Switzerland. Oh, the Kasper Dolberg, the Denmark um, striker. Yeah, the Denmark striker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I don't think Dolberg will. <laughs> I don't think Dolberg will in the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> yeah, but Lina, how about you? Uh, Lewandowski and Lewandowski. I mean, anything else, <laughs> a crime will be a crime. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Yeah, Lewandowski obviously missing out on the Ballon d'Or last year, but he has, he has he has actually three goals in the Euros. Although although these guys, uh, the, his team actually didn't um basically put enough points to go into the knockout stages. Um, Lewandowski, I think the, there's a shout out for Lewandowski as well. But for me, I think if England win the Euros, I think an English player might win it. I think there's actually more shouts that if England win the Euros, especially if England win the Euros with Harry Kane actually being either joint top scorer or just um, top scorer with six goals plus. I think there's a shout for Harry Kane to win the Ballon d'Or this year considering the season that he had domestically. And um, although, although he didn't win anything with Tottenham, but I think if England win the Euros, there's shout for Harry Kane as well. Yeah, man. But I'll 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 just um I'll just review um our predictions before before I get you guys predictions and before before we end the pod before we end the pod. So um the Switzerland Spain game um Linus actually said that um Spain would win that one. So Linus gets a point. Um, I say I had three one. So I think I'll get a, a Spain winning three one. So I think I'll get a point for Spain and um a point for. Basically, um, Switzerland scoring one goal. Um, Belgium won. I won that one. So basically, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm being basically. Um, but like, I'll just I'll just give you guys, <laughs> just give you guys the results. Um, Lena said Belgium actually winning one nil in the previous podcast. Um, I had Italy winning two nil. So basically, Linus gets zero there. Um, yeah, basically, I had Italy winning 2-0, so I get one point for Italy winning and one point for Italy scoring two goals. Um, Linus had Denmark winning against the Czech 4-2. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess, I guess, Denmark, I guess he gets a point there. Um, I had the Czech winning 1-0, zero points. Um, Linus had Ukraine winning on penalties, zero points. Um, I had England winning on penalties one point. So basically, in that in that one, I think I, I think I won that one. Yeah, I think I won that one. Um, six, yeah, six points, man. Six points from from the quarterfinals. I think Linus Linus had um, the one point. Yeah, the one point against Denmark. The one point um, for Denmark. So I, I want you guys' predictions, man. Who do you think is going to win against um, England versus Italy? Who do you think is going to win? Marsh, I'll start with you. Um, England and Italy will win. England, not um, not England versus Italy, but um, basically England versus England. <laughs> England versus, who do you think is going to win? Uh, England will win two one. Yeah, I'm just writing this down. Marsh thinks England will win two one. Yeah, go on. Okay. Uh, England four two. England. Yeah, Linus. Uh, Denmark win on penalties. Ish. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think basically Linus basically Linus likes to take risks on on predictions because predictions. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very good predictor. Um, yeah, I think for me, I think I think England will win this one. Um, I know I've I've been against Denmark all through all through um, these 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 knockout stages. I'm I'm hoping that they win because I, I can't stand England at the moment, especially their fans. But I think I think England might win this on one nil. Um, so Italy versus Spain, Marsh. Who do you have? Italy on penalties. Yeah. So so what do you have? A, do you have a scoreline? Scoreline, yeah, one one after 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 full time, one or, one or after extra time, one one, one one full time, one one extra time. Then Italy will win on penalties. Okay, uh, Italy, obviously, <laughs> that will be Italy five, uh, <laughs> Spain three, five three. <laughs> yeah, five, five, just, 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 to, just to be sure, because um, actually we, we've had we've had an eight an eight goal thriller in this tournament. Obviously, the Croatian Spain one will five three in ninety minutes or in extra time. Uh, 
extra time extra time yeah yeah liners uh italy win on penalties that's for sure i mean they go to penalties but i can't see spain not conceding because their defense is you know is an, is non-existent you know nothing but vibes back there so i say 2-2 and then italy win on penalties yeah 2-2 lenas 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 has 2-2 italy um it's 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 actually um very it's actually very interesting that none of you actually has Spain winning this one because obviously obviously lenas has denmark winning the england one uh, i I guess I guess I'll I'll just support the team that I want to win in this one because I I need Italy basically um in the final. I think Italy will win 2-0, not 2-1, um 2-1. Yeah, so um basically I'm hoping I'm hoping for an England Italy final. Um I think I think most of us are hoping for no I'm not I'm I'm actually hoping for an Italy Denmark final, but I think it it will be an Italy England final. Um but basically basically that's the pod for you guys man because it seems that um k actually has england italy final uh, marsh has england italy final linus has italy denmark final um, i also have england italy final um we'll see how it turns out obviously we'll compare the results in the next episode i think we'll compare the results before we actually start um because after that a lot of time <coughs> Yeah. yeah man do you guys do you guys have shout outs do you, do you, do you want to shout out someone um a girlfriend perhaps marsh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i thought a girlfriend always <laughs> the third old perspective man yeah she listens to it yeah man tell her i said hi man <laughs> or, or or she listen she listen from from the pod yeah she listen from the pod <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Do you have any shoutouts before before you actually leave? Uh shout out to Maverick Podcast. Mm-hmm. And the crew and uh Caleb Akina Dalmas. <clears throat> shout out man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, shout out shout out to everyone on the third world perspective, man. Shout out the gang, man. Yeah, Linus. I'm uh, not shout out for me today. Yeah, yeah, man. I think I think we're going to end the pod um, right here. I think the pod will actually come out tomorrow. Um, we have a listener support segment. Um, basically, um, like Lena said in the beginning of the of the of the episode, shout out um, basically to everyone who supports the pod. Listeners from 20 plus countries, a thousand plays. It's mad. Um, the love is appreciated. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast, man. We'll see you on another on a, on a, on the next one. Um, obviously, we'll be talking about the semis in the next one. Um, but if you didn't catch the previous episode, you can go back and do so. Um, it was a very interesting take, um, a take that actually um, had me uh, had me winning six points, um, liners to the one point. I think I'm leading in terms of predictions at at, at now, so I'm very proud of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we'll see we'll see you guys in the next episode.